Shalom Lechem Rabbi Isai, Aperlus from Hanukkah. Tonight we'd like the fourth Nair of Hanukkah. And although we normally share Divitaria on the Pasha, this week we'll try to share a few ideas and maybe some Divay Chizuk that can help us for Hanukkah. The famous tefillah that we say every single day during Hanukkah, at least two times a day, all the tefillahs, sometimes we have more than that, but we have Musaf, Shabbos, and Mishkredish, and benching the tefillah of Alanisim. Alanisim was written by Yechel and Kain Gadol. Yechel and Kain Gadol was the grandson of Matisio Kain Gadol, and Yechel and Kain Gadol was involved in the whole war fought against Yavah. And the Nusach of the tefillah is, when he talks about fighting the war, the Pasuk, said, the Pasuk in, in Alanisim says, we were given over you know, weak people uh, that the warriors, the big warriors were given into the hands of weak people. Uh, the, the people that are from Israel were considered weak and they were able to conquer the, the warriors of the Greeks. By the Israel were just few and there were many. The impure were given into the hands of the pure. Those which were, were doing things which were destructive to the world and doing things which were, which were not correct and wicked were put in the hands of those which were learning Torah. Now we can understand that Rabbi Meabatim, that there were, there were, that there were, there was a, Rabbi, there was a majority that was given to the hands of the, of the minority, the few. That's true. And just as well, the, the impure were given into the hands of the pure. Likewise, the people which were, which were acting wickedly were given in the hands of those which are in the Torah. But what's the pshat in that the powerful were given in the hands of the weak? I mean, if we were able to be victorious in this war, which we know that it was basically 13 people fighting against the whole Greek army over here. How weak could they be? They must have been pretty powerful. So how can we say, especially if Yechon and was one of the warriors that fought over here, he knew exactly what that war was. What's the pshat that the that we say, that the, the powerful and the mighty in the hands of the weak, it couldn't have been that weak. This question was a question that was asked by Yitzchak Meltzer in the Siddur HaGrah. He asked this question. Now the answer that we can answer is the following. <clears throat> there's, a, there's a famous medrash in Echer Abbasi. Echer Abbasi, he talks about the fact that we had four malachim in Kali Yisrael that were big tzaddikim. There were many malachim, many kings in Kali Yisrael. But four of them stood out as very, very great tzaddikim. One was David, one was Asa, Yerushafat, and Yerushkiyot. Now, there's a difference in the way how each of the four of them, Davin Hashem, when they had to go out and fight a war, and how Hashem answered their tefillahs. David Melech stood up in Pasuk and the hill and Pasuk said, David Melech said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Eredof I'm going to run after my enemies and I'll capture them, reach after them. 
I'm not going to come back till I wipe them all out. And that's what Dabir Malik was saying. That's what I'm going to do. I want you to help me. <coughs> said, no problem. I'll take care of it. And I'm going to do that. And then over a two-day period, he Dabir Malik was able to wipe out all the enemies. Asa, who came after, said, I don't have Kayak to kill, to do the actual killing. I'll run after them. I'll chase after them. The Atatar game, but you are Kodesh Brochu, you take care of the killing. And that's exactly what happened. Kodesh Brochu answered his tefillah, and, and uh, he was able to be victorious. He went one step further. He said, I don't have Kayak to kill. If I can't even, I don't have the Kayak to run after them. I'm a Shira. The other time, I guess I'll, I'll sit back and I'll say Shira, and you kill, you kill, take care of the enemies to me. And that's exactly what happened in the middle of of Yishefet singing Shira Tashem. He was able to conquer his enemies. They were conquered. Hashem took care of it. So again, David Melech said, "I'm going to chase after them. I'm going to kill them, and please help me, Hashem." And Asu said, "I'm not going to kill them." I'll run after them. Please help me, Hashem. And Yishavut said, I'm not going to kill them. I'm not even going to run after them. I'll sing Shira and please help me kill them, Hashem. Came along Chizkiyo. I'm with Chizkiyo. I'm with Chizkiyo. I don't have Kayach to kill. I don't have Kayach to run after them. I don't even have Kayach to sing Shira. I'm not I'm just going to lay on my bed and you take care of it, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm not going to do anything. Now, you look at this bedrash, it sounds like Chizki, and, and, and Hashem listened to Chizkiyot's tefillah and he was able to conquer his, his enemy. So, it would sound like Chizkiyot was on a high my dragon and David Melech, but he didn't have to do anything. HaKadosh Baruch Hu just took care of everything all his needs were. David Melech had to actually go out and fight, fight the war. But that can't be because we know that as the generations go on, this capital there is David Melech, who's you know the, the, the one that was the to heal him and part of the whole you know kedusha of Chal Yisrael, the, the first Melech of Chal Yisrael was definitely on a higher madrega than 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 Melech. So what's shot in the medrash? So the answer to that is that when a person fights a war. And he's Matzliach with the war, there's a certain sakana, there's a certain danger that a person to, can fall into, and that's the idea of something called which means I credit it to myself, I credit it to my muscles, to my power, to my wisdom, to my, to my, my uh, <coughs> special talents, and how I was able to do it. It's all in me. And they forget HaKadosh Baruch. And that was something that all four kings, David, David, Asa, Yashafat, and Chizkyo, were very self-conscious about. Now, David and Melech had such a strong amunah and betachner, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, realizing how everything's really from the Yad Hashem, that he wasn't afraid to say, I'll go and fight, and I'll go and kill, and I'll do it, because I know it's really you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's doing it. And therefore, even if I'm going to say that, I'm not going to get caught up in the in, in the as, in the idea of that it was my powers and my 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 brilliance that did that, I'm going to realize clearly that it was you. I'm going to run out there and do it and realize that I'm going to be the shliach to do that. I need to make it to the Mekad Hashem Shemayim. But it's going to be clear to me that it's you. 
Asa was already afraid that if I go ahead and I just go ahead and say I'm running out and doing it myself, I'm afraid I'm going to get caught up in Kaishu Yetz and Yadid, I'm going to think it's me. So therefore, I'm not going to do the actual killing. I'll run after them, but Kashbrochu, you're going to do that. That's going to just keep me in mind to make sure I don't fall into the trap of Kaishu Yetz and Yadid. And then Yashafat came to the next level. He said, I'm not even holding like that. I'm not even going to run after them. I'll sing, sing Shira. Kashbrochu will have, will be running after the killing. Because that, I'm afraid if I, if I start running after, I'm going to start thinking it's me. And Chizkiyos was on the next Madrig and he said, if I even sing Shira, I'm going to credit it to myself. I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to let this go. I believe, just to make sure I shouldn't fall into the trap to think that it's coming all from my power and all from my koyach. Now, there's a famous Medish Tamchumba which talks about the Maisa with, <coughs> with um, <coughs> Antoninus. They came to the Caesar to the Caesar, and they went to call for Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. And Rav Shimon, the son of Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, were walking, and the Medish Tamchumba says, the Pasha Tayeshev, Masi's Pasha, Rav Shimon. Shimon saw a, a Lydian, he saw a, a Roman a Roman general, and he saw a certain, like, they made a big impression on him, very powerful, very strong. So Shimon said to Avchia, Look how nice and well fed are the calves of Asaph. Meaning the Roman, the Roman general, here. look how put together he is, how strong he is. He was like complimenting him. What did Avchia do? Rafia took him to the shuk and he showed him some some grapes and figs that were sitting in the in the shuk with a bunch of flies that were flying around them. And Rafia said to him, Rav Shimon, right? These these flies <coughs> and, and that that general which you saw, they're the same thing. He's not, not anything better than a fly. Don't be impressed by him, by his mightiness, how mighty he is, and like that. He's like a fly, he's nothing. So Shim was taken aback that Rafia was so so meticulous about you know that he could they and criticizing him for, for the way that he had you know complimented the way that the, the Roman soldier looked. So he he went he decided he's going to go ask his father go talk to his father And he says to him, this is what Rav Shimon said to me you know this is what Rav, uh, Rafia said to me he says that's what Rafia said back to you that's what he said back to you. What do you mean? He's, he's not even like a, they're not even like a fly. They're nothing. Anything, any power, anything that's there, it's all in Akash Bokhu's hands. Where Akash Bokhu decides and where he directs things, it's not, it's nothing, it's nothing on their own, for their own credit. And that's the aside of what the Malachim, Chizkiyo, Dabdala Melech, Asa, Yeshavet, Chizkiyo were all concerned of getting caught up in this idea of Kaich Vyatzinyat. So with this we answer, it's something else and Rebbe said, "Answer this yourself. What's the pshat then in the, in, in Alanisim that Yechon and Kohen Gadol who was involved in the whole milchama and, and fought everything, and they were so successful, thirteen people to fight against the whole Greek army? That was because they realized it was all the Yadashem. It was all Kadosh Baruch was doing. They weren't crediting it to themselves, and therefore that's why they said, 'Masarti biat What are we? It's not our Kayach that fought that." We ourselves, we were weak. It was all Kaddish Baruch It was true. We stood up and we and we made the effort. We and we stood up. Leman Kfeid Shemayim for the purpose of Kfeid Shemayim to be able to make Kaddish Shemayim and to do that. And Kaddish Baruch let us ride on to be able to do that. 
but it wasn't us. I'm not going to credit that to us. And that's an interesting thing that during the idea of fighting against the <coughs> the Chashmonayim, uh, right? <coughs> the Chashmonayim fighting against the Yavanim, specifically we had a Kayim that was the one that was <coughs> that was do- that was doing that, because the gematria of Kayim and Betachan are the same, seventy-five. And the Kayin came to fight, the Hashemarayim came with that Betachan, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu realizing that if we have to go ahead and save the Kedush of Bar Yisrael, we're going to stand up and, and, and to do that, because it's not us, it's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we're going to stand up, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to carry us through this. And it's an interesting idea that the Mephoshim say, that the word Eftach, right, we say in the Havdalah, the Pesukim, Hini Kel Yishuasi Eftach Re'evchot, Right? Right, <coughs> his Hashem, our salvation, right? Believe him, Eftach, not to be afraid. The gematria of Eftach, which is to have Betach and Akash Bofu, right, is 20. The gematria of Chachma, of wisdom, is 73. If you add 73 and 20, that's 90, that's the gematria of Eftach, to be afraid. If a person just leaves it at Eftach, just believing in Hashem, and he doesn't add the Chachma to it, he doesn't start adding his own Chachmas, his own Cheshbrainness, and his own powers and his own things to it. He just leaves it, this is what Kosh Baruch wants, and we're going to go with that, we're going to go further. And he doesn't start thinking his his own Cheshbrainness and his own Chachmas, and how he's going to orchestrate and figure out things better inside the world. Then he's left with the Eftach and Betachin, and that, that's what, that's what Kosh Baruch carries him through. But a person starts mixing in his Cheshbrainness, his Chachma, then you wind up Efcha. Then you have to be afraid of because when it's up to you, oh yeah, it's up to you. Okay. Akash Bokh says, let's see what you do. Let's see you manage. Right? When the Kayin had that Kayach of that Petachin to be able to fight it. You know, the, we know that Hanukkah is called Hanukkah. Right? So we know everyone says because she rested on the 25th of Kislev. But then the Farshim that say that the Pshat and the Hanukkah is the Kayis only came to the point where they were able to come to true rest when they when they dealt with the Chafei, the, which was the 25 letters of, of the Pasuk, of the first Pasuk of Shema When we had clear in our mind that Hashem is everything, Hashem is the world and our B'tachim and Baruch then we were able to come to a point where we were able to come to be honored to be, able to, to be able to relax and to be able to rest. So that's the message of, of the Gibari Miyad Chalash and that's the message of Hanukkah. The idea of having betachin and believing in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and then we just jump onto the the knafayim, the wings of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, we fly with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and he carries us through the situations that we have to be able to deal with. And that's one type of danger of a kaychavet when we start believing in our own powers. But there's another type of kaychavet which becomes a little bit dangerous, also in a person's avodah, and that's also a big message for Hanukkah. Because sometimes we believe that our success, our capabilities are all dependent on us, what our powers are. And sometimes, on the contrary, instead of believing ourselves too much, we knock ourselves and tell us, I can't do it. I can't learn. I can't do this. I can't manage this. I can't, I can't do anything. And therefore, we get caught up in the natural world, in the physical world, and we limit ourselves from what we really should be able to accomplish and be able to do. And therefore, we sometimes will hold ourselves back, hold ourselves back from doing mitzvahs and doing things. I can't financially. I can't do it. I'm not capable. I'm not smart enough. I can't do this. I can't do that. We forget all the chashbainus about what's nature and and kaiyachiv yadi. 
you go with the Mahalach of the Kehanim, the Mahalach of Betachem, and a person just grabs on, that he can come and, and, and reach tremendous and tremendous high madrigas. HaKadosh Baruch Hu pulls a person out from every single place, especially on Hanukkah. You know, they talk about the difference in halacha between the Neres Hanukkah and Neres Shabbos. On Neres Hanukkah, are not allowed to be above 20 Amos. Neres Shabbos, it's okay for them to be above 20 Amos, or they could be high up. Neres Hanukkah, we want them to be within 20 Amos. You can see them, because the whole idea is Pirsa and Ace, the publicize and Ace. And Lechatchila, we initially really wanted the Neres Hanukkah to be less than 10 Tvachim. What's the pshat that the nearest Hanukkah you want to be less than 10 Tvachim? So the Siva Shalom brings some different, different, um, version. He says the Yisrael like this. He says there's a difference between Shabbos, Yom Tov, and Hanukkah. Shabbos is the aside of what we call a Simusim that we have a, an aliyah coming up to Kodesh Baruch that we wind up being brought up just by keeping Shabbos, just by being part of Shabbos. It brings us up an aliyah in Ruchnias. Shabbos is the main Elam Haba. It's like Elam Haba. Therefore, even the physical things that we do on Shabbos don't wind up taking away from our growth in a spiritual way. On the contrary, all the physical turns into spiritual on Shabbos. So we're uplifted and brought up to HaKadosh Baruch On Yom Tif, Baruch comes to be frailer with us, to spend with us, to be with us, to be, to be near us. Hanukkah is a different Madriga. Not only are we brought, brought up, not only is HaKadosh Baruch Hu with us, but Hanukkah is a point where HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes down all the way down to wherever a person is stuck, whatever situation, whatever difficulties, whatever challenges, Gosh Baruch Hu goes down and pulls them, pulls them straight out of there. And therefore, that's a, a very opportune time for a person. Sometimes a person has challenging times, difficult things in, in his avoid and in, in general. And if he just uses the days of Hanukkah, with those Hanukkah light, to be able to pull him out and to be able to come up there, he can come to reach tremendous, tremendous madrigas. But when you get caught up, and the Kaychibets and the other, and being bound to everything that's natural, we forgot a Kaychibets Baruch Hu, then that blocks us from being able to do that. In Hashem, we should be able to see the R from the Neres Hanukkah and be able to be macular and to realize that the Bar'olam, the creator of the world, is the one that's in charge of everything and not to be caught up and be held back by what we call the laws of nature and to understand that when we grab onto the Bar'olam, then we can go beyond the Kaychibets of nature and would that be able to come to the Eilu Lamala Vidagas Atari Virushimaim, the Nachas Takarash Bokhun to the Hokai Israel? Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos, a friendly Chachanika, a little and Bez Hashem, a good Chaydish. Kaltov, be well.